welcome to episode 195 of SwiftCast. This is Ashley. Adam. And Steph. And today, as we're recording this, it's April 9th. And exactly four years ago, April 9th, 2013, is when we released the first ever episode of SwiftCast. Woohoo! That's awesome. That's pretty cool. The Red Tour was barely starting. It feels like so long ago. It's hard to believe it really went quickly. And to celebrate that, as you know, we often like to do episodes where we get to interact with you guys. So we're going to be hosting a call-in show this coming Wednesday, April 12th. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday morning when this episode comes out, it'll be later that night. And if you follow our Twitter at SwiftCast13, we'll be posting the time and the phone number and all of the details there. And we hope to chat with you guys just about anything you want to talk about related to Taylor or the show or concert experiences or predictions, really anything. Yeah, I'm really excited to celebrate our birthday with our listeners. And also, given that this is episode 195, we're also getting really close to 200 episodes. We're actually already over 200 because we've had a lot of special episodes that we didn't number, but soon we'll officially be over 200 episodes. Which is so awesome. And speaking of interacting with you guys, we have a special feature later in this episode. We talked to a fan who had a very cool experience recently, and that's all I'm going to tease about it for now, but you'll hear about that a little later in the episode. So for now, we're going to get started with some of Taylor's older tweets and Tumblr posts from April of the past few years. Yeah, if you've listened to the past couple episodes, we've been doing strictly Tumblr posts. But during this week in April in 2016 and 2015, Taylor wasn't really active on Tumblr. So we're going back old school to some of her older tweets. And the first one is from April 8th, 2010. So seven years ago, Taylor wrote in quotes, Hey Liz, we're getting Jimmy John sandwiches for after the show. What do you want? Oh, I'm not going to eat. So ham and cheese? Yeah. (laughs) You know, speaking of Liz, I just saw that one of Taylor's old dancers, Claire Calloway, got married this weekend. And Liz, one of Taylor's old backup singers, was there at the wedding. Yeah, it looked like a really pretty wedding. Do you know if any other old backup singers or dancers were there? I don't, know, But I love looking at the photos on Instagram. Her dress was gorgeous. Everything just looked so pretty. Well, our next tweet is from April 2nd of 2012. And Taylor wrote, Oh, what a night. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And she included a photo, a little collage from the ACM Awards, where Taylor won Entertainer of the Year. And... Last week on episode 194, we actually talked about Taylor's ACM award fashion in our fashion segment, and this was the dress that was white, and it had gold in it too, and she wore her hair with bangs, and it was just down. Yeah, I remember that. Doesn't feel like it's been five years. Yeah, back to the days of regularly attending the country, various country awards. And on April 11th of 2012, so just about a week after that, she posted, Recording the next album, So Happy. And it was an Instagram photo that I'm sure many of you remember, because it was so exciting, where she was sitting in a studio with her guitar and mic and headphones. And of course, that album was red. 
Imagine if Taylor posted something like this current day, how many likes on Instagram it would get. Well, this one has 286,000 likes. And when you look at the comments on it, of course, you see the most recent comments and everyone's saying, we need this for TS6. Yeah, I read those too. That's funny. (laughs) They said, so you did this for Red, but not 1989 or TS6. I think she's liked to be more mysterious as the years have gone on. Our next tweet comes from April 2nd, 2013. Taylor wrote, not a lot going on at the moment, or dot, dot, dot. And then she included a picture, and it says on the picture, not a lot going on right meow. And it's a picture of Taylor and Meredith sitting on a bench together. And that was for voting for ACMs in 2013. And I guess it was also right shortly after 22 was released as a music video that was released on March 13th of 2013. So she was referencing her shirt in the video where she wears the white shirt that says not a lot going on at the moment. And then a few days later on April 7th of 2013, Taylor again was soliciting some votes for the ACMs. She wrote, so this is happening right now in my hotel room. And Meredith was laying on a windowsill with a little piece of paper that said voteacm.com. And on April 11th, 2014, Taylor posted my dad just being himself. And it was an Instagram video of Scott. I guess it looks like a beach that they're at. Uh, I would think it would be a, a pool in a backyard, but I'm not certain. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's a pretty funny video. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, the swimming pool is empty. So he's pretending to swim, it looks like. I'm not sure where that would have been, though. But it was funny. Scott Swift pretending to swim in an empty pool. (laughs) Our next tweet is one that I always thought was hilarious. It's from April 6th, 2015. Taylor wrote, Media, when you say Lord and Taylor are fighting, by fighting do you mean FaceTiming constantly from the United States to New Zealand and LOLing at you? Thanks, bye. That is funny. I don't even remember what they were trying to say they were fighting about or anything. I feel like there wasn't even a reason. I feel like those articles literally came out of thin air with no reason at all. Maybe just because they weren't seen hanging out 24-7, but they do the same thing about Taylor and Selena, it seems like. And kind of related to that, there was a recent post on Instagram that got some attention Somebody made a post saying that Taylor didn't make any type of post for her friend Abigail's birthday or hitting 100 million followers on Instagram. And Abigail actually replied to the post and said, it's because real friendships don't rely on social media to prove validity to one another. So it just shows that, you know, just because Taylor is pretty much off social media right now and not active doesn't mean she's in a feud with anybody or anything like that. Yeah, they just always like to make up these arguments. If she's not spotted with somebody or if she's not fawning all over somebody on social media or something, it's just a way to make up a story. It can be frustrating because I remember when one year, I think maybe Taylor didn't say anything on Ed's birthday and people were commenting about that. And I think he responded and said something like cell phones do exist there's there's no point we don't need to make a big deal on social media about it our last post is from tumblr for this week 
and this is a funny one. A fan actually edited this video and put this 15 second clip together where Taylor is doing an interview and she says she's not a violent person. And then the clip goes into scenes from the Blank Space music video where Taylor's hitting the car with a golf club and stabbing the cake and burning the shirt, throwing it off the balcony in that music video. And then it goes to a scene where Ellen was interviewing Taylor. And if you've never seen this, it was from a while ago, but Ellen was kind of interrogating Taylor and just stares at her. And Taylor just stares back and looks really awkward and uncomfortable. It's hilarious. So the caption that the fan wrote along with this video was, so what is the truth? And Taylor responded in all caps, ha 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 ha. And then she just wrote, oh wow, dot dot dot. So I guess Taylor can be violent, at least in music videos. Yeah, and I think it goes perfectly along with the theme of Blank Space. and Yeah, because Blank Space was, as Taylor always says, a kind of character of what everybody says she is. So just a made up person about what that kind of life would be like if she really did just do exactly what the media thinks she does. Well, those were some great throwback posts. And we also have a few squad tweets from some exciting updates going on in the world of Taylor's friends. The first one, Carly Kloss posted on Twitter April 3rd, Code with Klossy 2017 is here. Learn more and apply today. Which, if you don't know, this is the coding camp that Carly puts on for girls all over the country in different cities every summer. So I think you have to be in high school. So if you're high school age... You should definitely look into it. It seems really great. Yeah, it's really cool that she gives all these girls that opportunity. I know that she's really into that. And so she's garnering interest in lots of other people as well. Our next tweet is from Ed, and it was from Sunday, April 9th. And it was funny because he wrote, Playing Barcelona tonight in Barcelona was a moment. Love you guys. That must have been pretty neat to see. Oh, yeah. As soon as I heard Barcelona... On the album, I thought, I want to see him perform this in Barcelona, but I guess now I've missed out on that. I'll have to look for a YouTube video, and I'm sure the crowd was rocking, because I always imagine that if you have a song named after your city or state or something like that, that it means much, much more to that city or state. That just makes me think about how disappointed I was that there was no Madison Square Garden show for 1989 with Welcome to New York. (laughs) That was actually my first thought, too. Because even though she plays at MetLife, which is pretty much across the street from New York City, but it's not quite the same. Right. And Ashley and I actually went to the MetLife shows for 1989, and it really still felt like a New Jersey show to me. Which, of course, she has to accommodate the demand and play in bigger stadiums, but... I hope that she does return to some New York shows. I've always wanted to see Taylor at MSG, but she's just so big now. I don't know if it will happen anytime soon. I mean, it would have to be four or five shows like the Staples Center. Exactly. Which is a lot of time. And just you have to think of how much you need to have for crews for these shows. Not just time, but also money. So it would be... A lot to go from two stadium shows where you really that stadium holds probably 60 65,000 people so 
she did two nights, so that's 120, 130,000 people. So like Ashley said, she would have to do so many at MSG to accommodate the demand. But maybe someday. That would be great. On April 5th, the Bleachers tweeted, Very excited to be playing Jimmy Kimmel Live on April 17th. Get your free tickets now. So if you're in the LA area, which is where Jimmy Kimmel films, definitely go check that out if you want to go. This is actually what Taylor did right before 1989 was released. She sang Out of the Woods for the first time live during this free event for Jimmy Kimmel Live. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking this out. Um, I really like that new song of theirs and looking forward to seeing them perform it. For our news segment this week, we have just a couple of items, but they're still pretty exciting. The first one has been something that's been, I guess, recurring in the media with nobody having any real knowledge. A lot of sources are speculating on where Taylor is and what she could be doing. And so this was an article from Entertainment Tonight, which isn't really featuring any confirmed information, but it says that a source reports that she is in Nashville working on her album. So you still have to take that with a grain of salt, but of course it's exciting. What really bothered me about this, and I know I complain a lot about media on this show, and sometimes they do great, but other times they just mess everything up. And after Entertainment Tonight posted this article, all these other outlets just latched onto it and completely convoluted everything this article said. And they made it into Taylor's releasing a country album. They took Taylor's in Nashville recording to mean Taylor's releasing a country album. And it just boggles my mind and frustrates me because the reason why these outlets do it is because they know they'll get clicks on these articles. Everybody loves Taylor. Everybody wants to know where she is, when this album's coming. And that's why they do it. And it really frustrates me. Especially when she works so hard to successfully transition into pop. And it just seems like they're trying to make drama out of that for no reason. That's a great point. For me, in my own opinion, it would make zero sense for Taylor to go back to country right now. I think it could happen one day, but at this point in time, it just wouldn't really be the right move. Good rant, Steph. I agree. (laughs) But yeah, it's good that we're getting an article or articles that are starting to be written about her being busy working. Some articles are better than no articles, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you want to think that E.T., the source is a little bit more credible and that if they're posting this that they've confirmed their source even if it's anonymous but you really never know for sure you never do and the other thing is i think taylor is trying to stay out of the media and keep a low profile but it seems like nobody wants her to be out of the media and they just keep writing these stories about her when she's not even asking for it so i don't know i always wonder what her impression is because she has to know that these articles are out there. Yeah, my first thought is, will we get a song about that? (laughs) We'll see. Well, our next news item is pretty cool, but it's pretty hard to believe. It's kind of crazy, actually. Taylor reached 100 million followers on Instagram on April 6th, which somehow is exactly... 1,989 days since her first Instagram post 
back in 2011. How is that possible that that worked out like that? I really don't know. It's cool, though. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I'm still waiting and looking forward to seeing what other social media platforms she joins in the future. I feel like she's due to make a new account somewhere. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe when she starts ramping up the social media use for the next album promotion, she'll join something new. Yeah, I think I could see it being Snapchat, although before she stopped using social media, she seemed to be getting into the Instagram stories. But I think that would be cool because we always talk about how we miss her vlogs. And even though Snapchat and Instagram stories are much shorter than a vlog, it's still fun to see her doing videos. Yeah, definitely. It would be cool to see, even if she just did a couple per day, just to see what she's up to. A little snippet into her life, behind the scenes. And our final piece of news for this week is that AT&T had a party for the Grammy Museum in Mississippi. And on an earlier episode, on episode 188, we talked with a fan, Kayla, about experiencing the Taylor Swift experience at the museum in Los Angeles and New York. And as we mentioned on that episode, it has now moved to Cleveland, Mississippi. And so to celebrate, they had this big Taylor Swift Now lawn party outside the museum. It looked like a lot of fun. And if you're around that area, you can go visit the Taylor Swift experience through August. Yeah, the party looked really cool. I saw there was even a Ferris wheel. Yeah, AT&T definitely knows how to throw a good party. And as we know, when this partnership with AT&T was announced, it said that, you know, many more events are coming. So it seems like this might be a semi-regular thing that they're having different events in different places. Definitely, because with the other Taylor Swift experience exhibits, AT&T was not nearly as involved, so... It will be exciting to see what they have planned for the future. And that's all we have for our news for this week. And we'll be right back with our main discussion. So for our main discussion, as I mentioned earlier, we have a fan about to join us. This fan was lucky enough to enter a contest and be chosen to walk the runway with Carly Kloss for the launch of her Carly for Express line, which was in St. Louis last week. And we're very excited to talk with her. So here is our chat with Liz. Welcome, Liz. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's just such a cool story that you have. And I think it's always exciting to everyone in the Taylor community when Taylor fans get to have exciting experiences. Yeah, it's very surreal. Um, It was nice to kind of have like some of the fandom root for me. It was really cool to have that support. So let's start from the beginning. Can you tell us about what you had to do to enter to be selected for this contest? Yeah, so Express posted on Instagram, um, it was a video of Carly, and she said, like, hey, I want you to walk the runway with me. And they said, um, for entries, had to take a video of yourself saying how you live your best life and how you try to inspire others to do the same. And so instead of doing, like, just a normal video of me, like, talking and answering the question, I wrote a little song explaining it to kind of tie in how I live my best life, and how I inspire others. So yeah, I posted that video on Instagram with the hashtag and um, just waited to hear back. That's so exciting. And how many winners were there total? They picked five winners from St. Louis locally, and then they picked five winners from the U.S. all around. 
So tell us, I guess, about the moment when you found out that you won. The moment I found out, um, I remember exactly. I was sitting on the couch in my living room with my mom and sister, and I got the notification, and I dropped my phone. I was like, Teresa, oh my god. I was like, it's happening. It's happening. And we started like screaming, and my mom was like, what's happening? Because I didn't tell my parents about it because I didn't think I was going to win. So when I did win, I was like, okay, how do I explain this casually to them? <laughs> so was this through an email that you were notified? They DM'd me through Instagram, expressed it, and they kind of just said, congrats, send us your name, email, and phone number, and then I got an email with more info. Oh, okay. So do you know how they selected the winners? I found out at the actual show that Express picked, like, a top 30 of their favorites, and then Carly went through and selected, like, the finalists, which was crazy. I figured she would do that because it just seems like something she would do, like Taylor would. Yeah, exactly. She seems very hands-on in every aspect of her career. Yeah, she really is. And like even going into this whole process with the show, you could tell that she had a hand in every single thing happening. Like she was even in most of the fittings the day before. Wow, that's cool. So when you found out you won, how long was it between then and the show? Um, I believe like two and a half, three weeks. So not that long, really. It felt really long, but it really wasn't. Just enough time to freak out about it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so did they give you sort of an itinerary of what to expect? Or was it all, were you waiting to find out a lot of information when you got there? Um, We did get an itinerary. We got the itinerary kind of maybe like a week before the event. We got it. We got the flight info two weeks before. um, But we actually got a schedule of the things we would be doing when we were there about a week before. So that was kind of cool to have like a plan laid out in front of me because I was kind of freaking out about that. But they were really on top of like letting you know what was happening. And I think a lot of the winners were people who hadn't necessarily modeled before. So this was a brand new experience. Yeah, um, I know there were a few that had done shows before, but they said it was never anything like as big and planned out and official as this. So they had like some advice, but all of us were really had no idea what to expect. So did you rehearse then or just kind of winged it? Um, The day before we had fittings and then we did interviews, but we also had a runway prep with Stephen Galloway. And so he took like a one-on-one time with every single one of us and like found a walk where we were comfortable and like had us like dance around the room until like we felt good. And he kind of like taught us a little bit, which made all of us feel so much more comfortable it was really nice because I was really scared about like walking because <laughs> like I can't really like, walk normal anyway because like I'm the clumsiest person ever. But the fact that he took time with every single one of us was really nice and like reassuring. And so was Carly there during the rehearsal? I think she came in on a few of the runway like preps, but not all of them. No, because she had to leave about almost halfway through. And wasn't it the venue that you were using was where she had done her first runway show as a teenager? Yes, she told us that because I knew that she had done like a charity show, but I didn't know that was the exact venue. And so when she told us that, I was like, oh, my God, this is so full circle. I was looking at your Twitter account and weren't you eating in a restaurant and you could see her across the street taking photos in front of it? Yeah, we could. Um, We had lunch before the show across the street from the pageant, which was the venue. And all of a sudden, I look up and I was like, guys, like, that's Carly. Like, she's right there. And she was like geeking out and taking pictures with the signs. And I was like, okay, like, if that isn't me. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. She was so excited. 
I know we're jumping around a little, but tell us about the first moment when you actually got to interact with her. Yeah, so when we got there, well, the fittings and stuff were in the same hotel, which was really nice. So we just went up to the second floor. Well, I went down to the second floor. But um, I walked in the room and they had like a bunch of catering stuff. And I see this other room. So I walk in because I didn't know where to go. And I saw Carly with one of my friends, Kay, that I had met. And we saw her and like panicked and ran away. So we just kind of sat down and did whatever. But um, I was like sitting down and eating lunch with people. Well, not eating lunch because I was too nervous, but I was eating like a baguette. And I turn around to look at the rest of the room because my back was facing most of the room. So I turn around with like bread shoved in my face and Carly and I make eye contact and I turn around back to the table and I'm like, guys, she's coming. (laughs) Yeah. So she came over and like hugged every single one of us and like made sure that she saw everyone before she left. And um, it was so surreal. She's literally perfect. Like I knew she was already perfect, but like in person, you're like, wow, like she is actually perfect. Well, tell us about the clothes. They looked really great on the live stream. They're so comfortable. I saw them for the first time during the fitting and they had like racks of stuff. And when I got to see what I was wearing, I was so excited because I immediately saw like jeans and like flowy pants. And I was like, okay, like I'm down with this. And like the minute I put on a pair of jeans and like one of the shirts in the collection, I was like, this is so comfortable. Like I could sleep in it and everything is so versatile and really nice because I know that for me I'm pretty simple when it comes to clothes but like I like to still kind of like be dressed up and so with this collection it was very evident that they were simple pieces but you can make them work on so many different levels you know what I mean yeah I noticed a lot of the models some of them were wearing the same pieces but styled different ways yeah I loved it like I know for some they even like straight up just cut the shirts so they were like crop tops for some and they just rolled up the sleeves or like put like a t-shirt with the nice pants and then it became more of like an evening dinner type thing and it it was crazy how they did that and um seeing the stylist work with the pieces so differently kind of gave me more like inspiration on how I could style it and how I could style my own clothes because I never really think too much about that but it was crazy to see how all of them worked with the clothing pieces. So did they assign who would wear each outfit? Yeah, we got there and um, I walk into, because there were two separate rooms. There was like one with food and then one where they had like the fittings and photos and stuff. And um, it was really funny. I walk in and like you see this giant wall of like pictures of every single person that's there. And they had our Instagram handles and they had like photos of us printed and put on this wall. And I'm like, oh, hey, like that's me. (laughs) So yeah, they kind of had like every person planned. And if they didn't like it, they would just like be like, okay, like, what do you think about this and this and give you, they would like make sure you're comfortable, but still like stay true to like what the vision they kind of had. So yeah, they kind of had like, had it all planned out. They were so on top of it. Did Carly give you guys any good runway advice beforehand? Yeah, before the show started, we were kind of running late because of fashion stuff. But um, she did like a kind of like a pep talk before we went on. And she just said that we were all, she's basically just reassured us that we were all there for a reason. She's like, you're not here because I expect you to walk like a model. She's like, you're here because you inspire me and that you inspire everyone here. And she's like, I want you to like show that to everyone. And she told us about how her first show was there and how it was full circle for her. And she just kept saying like, she was just so happy to have us there. And I think just hearing that from her was so reassuring that it kind of just calmed all of us like simultaneously when she said that she didn't walk though right she did not her sister walked oh okay did you get to meet her sister 
Yeah, I got to meet Kimby backstage. I saw her in hair and makeup a little bit, and then I got to talk to her more after the show. And um, she's the sweetest human ever. Like, it felt like I knew her. Like, it felt we were friends. She was so kind, and she was so excited. And seeing her and Carly, like, interact before the show started was the cutest thing. Yeah, they seem really tight. Yeah, and they even FaceTimed their sister because I think their sister had a lab. So, like, before the show started, I think it might have been... Carrie Ann, I could be wrong, but they FaceTimed her in a lab, and seeing them on FaceTime with her was so cute. Oh. And did I see that this was Kimby's first runway show? Yeah, it was. So she got to have it in the same place that Carly did. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. Were their parents there? Yes, I saw their mom. I didn't see their dad. I'm sure he was there, but Tracy was there. So... During the live stream, we saw, obviously, all of you guys modeling the clothes, and then Carly came out and did a speech, and then the live stream ended, but I think there was a concert after? Yes, Charlie XCX came on. That must have been really cool. It was insane. Um, I caught the last few minutes of it, because most of it I was trying to like get all my stuff together and change, so I didn't like lose anything, but I caught the last few minutes, and um, I stood behind Carly for those last few songs. And um, seeing her, like, have the time of her life and jamming was so cool. And, like, seeing Charlie live was really cool, too, because I had no idea until a few days before that Charlie was the guest. So when I found out, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is happening. <laughs> and we found out that, like, Charlie flew all the way from Korea that day to come be a part of the show, too. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So I'm sure there is a lot to choose from, but if you had to pick hands down your favorite moment, what would it be from the whole experience? Uh, people ask me this and like I never know what to say I feel like my favorite moment would have to be meeting everyone I mean the whole experience itself was insane but meeting everyone was really cool and clicking with them so easily was a really nice feeling because I was so nervous going into it because um I didn't know like how much I could have my plus one with me so I knew I would be on my own but meeting all of these inspiring women was so cool and like learning about them and like what they do pushed me harder as a person and like kind of changed like how I look at things and then seeing them all together in the same room with Carly and hearing Carly talk to us was kind of like a full circle moment for me in a way so I think that's something that I'll hold on to me for a long time and is there anything that was different or the same that you expected about what it would be like to be walking on a runway Actually, yes, because I feel like whenever I see like runway shows, you ju- you see all the models with like very straight faces. And um, when Steven was teaching us the walk, he was like, don't be afraid to like wave and smile at people. He's like, this isn't like a normal like runway show. And I was like, I can like smile and like freak out. And he's like, yeah, like do whatever you're comfortable with, like have like your focus and your gaze. But he was like, have fun with it. So that was like really surprising to me. And it was cool because like on my first outfit, on the live stream, you could tell I, like, geeked out and, like, started, like, waving at people in the pit because I was just, I couldn't contain myself. I was so excited. <laughs> I'm sorry if you already covered this, but how many times did you have to walk it? Oh, no, you're fine. Um, Three, technically, I had two outfits, and then for the finale, we all did, like, a graphic tee and shorts where we all kind of came out at once. So, three. Oh, were the graphic tees the ones you can buy online? Yeah, um, I think the ones we wore were the Shoot for the Moon and the Optimist tee. Oh, I love the Optimist one. Yeah, it's so cute. I'm gonna have to get that one. Did they give you any of the products? Yeah, we got to keep all of it and like even the shoes and like the handbags or earrings or whatever you wore. And I was like, oh my god, 
thank you so much because when we won the contest, like each winner got a gift card. So I saved most of my gift card for the collection. But when they were like, you get to keep all of it. I was like, oh my God, are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, that's really impressive. Did Carly mention or do you know if she plans to do more with this collection? Was this like phase one or? I'm not sure. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she did more with it because it seems like she had a lot of fun with it. But they keep kind of emphasizing with this that it won't last long. So it kind of makes you wonder if they have anything planned. But I guess we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if she did. I would love it if she did, honestly. Yeah, I would love to see what she did for fall and winter and all the different seasons. Yeah, that would be so cute. Well, she's been with Express for a while now, right? Yeah, I believe she's been with them for a while, like just modeling for them and like kind of being like a partner. Right, but not actually doing her own line. Yeah, because I know that this line has been in the process for like a year and a half, but I'm not sure like if they've worked on anything else. It's really amazing to me how Carly juggles so much between this and obviously her normal modeling and her coding classes that she provides for girls and her Carly's cookies. I'm like, how are you? How do you have so many talents? Yeah, it was insane because like after the show, like a few days later on Twitter, she's like, all right, new like code with classes, scholarships and camps. And I was like, do you ever take a break? And I know (laughs) that she does NYU for coding. And I think that's incredible how she manages to juggle it. And she does it with such grace. Yeah, I really admire her for that. Most models wouldn't even take the time to go to college. And Carly's going to NYU to do coding, which is Just something women usually don't do. And I love how she's a leader in getting girls to code. Yeah, I love it. And I know that she recently wrote for Teen Vogue, kind of talking about stuff like that. And I think it's so wonderful that she uses her platform to be so outspoken about it. Because I feel like a lot of people, like in the public eye, like in her position, are afraid to like talk about the things like they stand up for. But I love that she's not afraid. I agree. And I feel like Every time I turn around, she's taking on a new cause or project, and I'm just so excited to see what the future holds for her because she's still so young. It's hard to believe how much she's already accomplished. Yeah, I'm really excited for her future. I'm excited to see how all that unfolds for her. So I have to ask, did you talk to her about Carly's cookies or Taylor at all? Um, I talked to her sister about the cookies briefly, but when I was in hair and makeup backstage when they were fixing our hair before the actual show, Carly came back and saw me and she came over and um, my friend Isabel was with me and I wanted to get a video of Carly saying hi to her because my friend Isabel loves her. And when I was trying to unlock my phone to like get it to the video setting, um, she saw my lock screen and my lock screen is actually my photo with Taylor from when I went to the secret session. And she saw it and was like, "Ooh, I love that. And I was like, Oh my god, thanks. <laughs> I was like, did she just say that? That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool because um I didn't want to like bring up Taylor because like I didn't want her to think that I was like there to like get in like her graces of Taylor or anything like that. So like when she like said that and saw that, I was like, Oh my god, like my worlds are colliding. <laughs> I think that's so cool because Taylor often introduces us to other celebrities that you know we might not have been as aware of before her but then once you start to pay attention you realize that she surrounds herself with so many amazing people that they deserve so much recognition on their own yeah exactly and you get those people that are like okay are you a true fan are you or are you like a bandwagoner because i know that for me like i became a kelsey ballerini fan after taylor tweeted about her ep but like if taylor hadn't tweeted about it i might not have ever heard her so it's kind of like You got to be thankful for the way Taylor shares stuff. 
because you never know like what will come out of it and like who you'll find. Yeah, for me, even people like Rachel Platten or yeah, exactly, or Ed Sheeran, I, I wouldn't probably know who they were. Yeah, so many people, like even when she brings on special guests, it's like an artist that you might not have ever heard unless it was for her. And like, I think that's really cool. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like some people make it out to be. No, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just important to recognize everyone as an individual and not just as Taylor's friend. But I'm sure that so many of these people are extremely grateful for the fans they've been able to meet through Taylor. Yeah, and I don't think it's like the way you find out about them. I think it's like the way you continue to support them is what really matters. Exactly. Well, do you want to let everyone know where they can find you on all of your social media? Um, You can find me on Twitter at Liz Bissonette, B-I-S-S-O-N-E-T-T-E, because I know a lot of people get that wrong. Instagram is the same thing. And my music and stuff is on iTunes and YouTube and SoundCloud if you just search my name. Yeah, I actually wanted to ask about that. You said that your entry was a song. So you're a songwriter as well as a singer? Yeah, I'm a singer-songwriter, I guess you could say, to put it like that. Yeah. So I write a lot of my own music. Okay, that's awesome. Thank you. Did Taylor inspire you to do that, or is that something you've always done? Um, I've been writing for a really long time, but the reason I kind of became okay with it is because of Taylor, because she's so vulnerable, but does it freely. She's not like scared what people think. And um, watching her do that made me feel a lot more comfortable to share my feelings. So I, yeah, she inspired me in the way of not being afraid to like sharing what I have to say. Well, I'm glad because it helped you win this contest. So it's crazy how those came together. Yeah, that should really be a good booster for you because I admire people who can write songs. I would love to be able to do it. Yeah, I never thought I would be able to really do it. But um, like the first time I kind of put something out and like got good feedback, I was like, okay, like maybe like this is something I can do. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. It's really an incredible story. And I'm so glad we got to share it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And thank you as always for listening. We would love for you to subscribe to us on iTunes that downloads the latest episodes for you automatically every week. And if you have a moment and can leave us a review and a five-star rating, we always appreciate that. That helps us get more visibility on iTunes so other fans can find us. You can follow us on Twitter at SwiftCast13. We're also SwiftCast13 on Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. You can email us at swiftcast13show at gmail.com or you can go to our website swiftcast13.com where all of our contact information is located and just a reminder again that later today wednesday april 12th we will be opening up the phone lines to talk to you guys and all of those calls will be featured in next week's episode so we hope to have you join us yeah we're excited to talk to you it's always fun so please call in And you'll be included on next week's episode. So for now, for episode 195, this has been Ashley. Adam. And Steph. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.